Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and this is The Checkup. Hello and welcome back. It is so good to be in front of the microphone sharing with you uh, today. And I'm encouraged by your continual listenership. So many of you have gone to uh, recoveryguide.org and uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash recoveryguy. You have been fabulous in your responses and comments and messages and We are making a difference. Uh, This movement that you and I are involved with is making a difference in the lives of people, some we know and some we'll never see again. And we don't know because we carry the spirit of recovery and wellness and joy and harmony and happiness with us. And we are just that way. And so, therefore, we look very different very often with the rest of society who is not as happy as they can be, not as fulfilled, not as contented, not as committed to this thing you and I called life. I guess thinking we didn't have one inspired us to appreciate everything that we do have. You know, again, going back to my dear friend, uh, Tom Bennett who said, you know, you have an opportunity to become weller than the well. You have an opportunity to just go into this other place, this other space where you find contentment and and, and relationships and, and life fulfillment and just a sense of enjoyment and clarity. And I love it so much, I decided to stay. All I needed was just a little bit And I knew I was on to the miracle of a lifetime. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. If you listen to my podcast very often, you know that I'm big on positive self-talk. Self-talk is the most powerful voice we will ever hear. Nothing I say to you, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, rings true and has no power until you come into agreement with those things. That is why we begin this road to recovery in learning how to refer to ourselves differently. I tell people that I work with, in, in a sponsorship or a coaching role is, is to say, let's, um, let's remove the word only. Let's remove the word almost. Let's re- re- remove the words I wish. We can just be, right? Only when people tell me, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine last night and I, I messaged her and said, hey, I love you and I miss you. How are you? And they said, I had 60 days sober today. And I thought, wow, 
that really makes you pretty much a badass, right? Knowing where this person came from and what they're doing. And and how, even in that 60-day window, do you remember? I remember what it was like when I came in. I was battered. I was bruised. I was confused. I didn't know what was going to work. I just knew that I was broken and it hurt so much being broken. And I didn't even know I was going to get whole, right? One of my models is from broken to whole. I didn't know I was ever going to get whole. I just knew that being broken was so painful that I needed your help. So today's topic is called practicing positive affirmation. Practicing positive affirmations. Now, almost all of the information I'm pulling down today, I get from various sources, but I want you to go look, and I'll put the link in in, in the description. It's um, from the Law of Attraction. Many of you have heard it. Many of you study it. You're involved with it. You dig it. Uh, you're very deep into it. Others, you've heard the term, scratched the surface, never done much with it. But I hope after today, if you're already involved, you become more uh, deeply involved. If you've never heard it before, take a look, take a bite, go in and see if it's the flavor that works for you, because I think it has the potential to do that. So go to lawofattraction.com forward slash positive dash daily dash affirmations. And again, I'll put the link. I just want you to know where this comes from. So practice positive affirmations. What is an affirmation? An affirmation is simply the assertion that something exists or is true. Don't you like that? Affirmation is the assertion, the affirming, that something exists or is true. I love that. You know, there was a time I was so lost. I knew I was alive, but I had no presence. All I had was pain. At best, I was existing but I had no life as, as I understand life, as I sit and share with you today. Something existed inside of me and I lost sight of who it was. There was so much garbage, so much corruption. Like if you, if you go to a, a, you know, a, a computer expert and you say, I've got this crashed hard drive, you know, I know there's files on there. Sometimes they can come back and say, you know what? They're so corrupt, I can't get to the data because the files are so corrupted, the files that the data was in. Sometimes they come back and say, hey, you know what? Guess what? I I figured out what the corruption was. I figured it out. Here's all this data. Here's all this information. Here's all this value. Positive affirmations, as we practice them, brings us to that. We realize we're not like that corrupted hard drive where the files can't be uncorrupted to get to the information because it can be. For some of us, it might take a little bit longer because we are so corrupted. 
and the affirmations may need to be deeper and longer and practiced diligently over time. For we see glimpses of hope and light and truth or is true. An affirmation is something is true about me. And we're going to discuss those today. What is true? Affirmations can be so powerful. I was so fortunate a number of years ago to uh, be involved with an association uh, organization called Prosper. And we were down in uh, Provo, Utah. And Prosper was a coaching company and my dear friend, Randy Garn. And if you want to follow somebody exciting on Instagram, just follow Randy Garn, right? And Damon Willis was there and Damon Casabar and Aaron Peterson and, and, and Carl Avery and even John Barker, my web guy, my web uh, administrator extraordinaire and Bo Graves and such a great group of people and Dan Turner and Cody Sprecken and the list goes on and on and on. And, and they were involved in this and I, and I got more involved in it and it excited me so much because as a person of, of recovery, I was very interested in what this could bring me. And, and at that particular time, when I went to uh, work for them, uh, I was uh, right about 20 years sober and I was really looking to grow and expand and and this whole thing and learning about practicing positive affirmations through the law of attraction was very attractive to me. And that is a, my point of reference. Because again, affirmations, they can be so powerful if we practice them every day. Every day. It's a daily commitment we make to ourselves. We can't let it go. We lived in this negative sense in this and this emotional and spiritual, physical, uh, and mental depravity for so long. Every day, we were reminding ourselves about how far down we had gone and how little value we had. So the same is true to, recur- to reverse course. We need to go in that other direction with the same energy and fervency and belief as we were going in the other direction that was nothing other than destruction and death. That's when it's powerful, when we practice it every day. It's all about reprogramming our mind to a a new belief system. What is true, right? Affirmation. What is true? We have to go find this new belief. What is really true? Many people carry with them a, a belief system that was sort of given to them when they were growing up. Uh, Parents and friends and school, media, right? The news, things we read, you know, in print and, and electronic news. Society, especially nowadays, you know, with all the social media and all the different things that we can be a part of. There's a lot of information out there, a lot of influences that we can have as, as younger people are growing up and what they're influenced by. But they all played a part in influencing what people believe in and ultimately what people think about themselves. And usually how I think about me is how I'm going to behave. 
my behavioral response as I live out my life is based on what I believe about me and what I think that you think about me. For many of us and me, that belief system might not be the best for us to carry around. When I was growing up, I loved to take things apart. Um, and because I wanted to re-engineer, I wanted to see how they worked, and I wanted to take it apart so I could try to put it back together. But I would get caught taking something apart and before I had a chance to put it back together. And so I grew up with, with the notion that I would break things. And that lives with you. I couldn't build anything. I couldn't fix anything, but I sure could break something. You know, I, I, was a, I was a bedwetter. I wet the bed until I was 11 years old. You know, try going, growing up with, with a nickname like Pisspot, right? That, that affects us. We have a, a negative connotation. The belief system could be a good one. However, how I receive it may not be equal to how it's given. Maybe there's something wrong with one of my receptors. You know, my my dear friend, Max, he would talk about behavioral challenges uh, as a love disorder. Very interesting concept. So for so many of us, the belief system we had growing up might not be the best for us to carry around, but we can change it. We can change it. We need to change our thought process. We need to start telling ourselves that we can do or be whatever we want. You know, in recovery, it talks about, I can go anywhere, I can do anything, providing that my motives are good motives, but I can, I can go anywhere, and I decided to. I was a year and a half sober in Las Vegas, and I thought, you know, I need to get away from here. I need to go and explore. I need to go find out what I can do away from here, and that changed the course of my life in ways I would never even understand at that time. So I go from Southern California, or excuse me, Las Vegas, back to Southern California, and I consider what I want to do. I was in the restaurant business, so I stayed in the restaurant business, and I went from a food server to a restaurant manager with Black Angus Restaurants. And I would meet Laura a little bit more than a year later, after my dad died. I was really sorting things out. I found out my dad died on August 1st of 1988. And then shortly thereafter, my daughter Frankie was born. That changed things just a little because I didn't have a relationship with her mom anymore. And then 
I met Laura. All because I was learning in my year and a half sobriety, I was learning how to change my thought process. And I thought, I can go do this. I can be whatever I want to be. I just need to go do it. And my life would be never the same. Because Laura and I have been together now going on 31 years of marriage. We have two children together. My life has transformed just because I did that. And I'm not saying that's going to happen to you, but I just know that when we make a commitment of daily positive affirmations and we start telling ourselves we can do or be whatever we want, we can become those things. I knew that I wanted to be a sober husband and father. That's what I wanted. And I set on on this course and this journey to be that person that I had failed with Sue and Kathy, my first two previous wives. They were wonderful women, but I was such a failure because I was locked into my addiction. And now I break free from that addiction. And I'm realizing, yes, I can. I can be this. I can do that. There's nothing holding me back. I'm no longer restricted. Affirmation is a great way to change a negative thought process. And it actually gets ourselves a new belief system that is a great benefit to us. And that belief system is, is something that will help us reach our goals to get what we want. We can actually write down affirmations on a piece of paper and say them out loud to ourselves every night before we go to sleep. And here again, here's where I want to lead you back to that lawofattraction.com. Go click on that link. They've got some great works there, some great stuff you'll really appreciate. But write these things down. And again, I'm going to put these in the notes so you can, if you like these, you can use these. I mean, I I took them from someone, you can take them from me, and everybody is happy, right? Because we're getting well. We're not reinventing anything. It doesn't need to be reinvented. We just need to practice every day the things we know that work. So here's some of those things that I actually practice throughout my day. As I find myself maybe getting off course just a little and to to, to redirect my energy. I'll remind myself, especially at night. Are you ready? You're going to love the simplicity. I am strong. I am smart. I'm confident. I'm successful. I'm rich. I'm a good person. I can achieve anything I want. I'm helpful. I'm resourceful. And really, the list could go on and on and on because it's your list. What do you want to say about yourself positively? You know, even as a Christian, and I'm sure in the religious approach that you may take in your spirituality, or or maybe it's more secular or more about nature, 
but but my relationship with God says that I'm a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are made new. I'm not the guy I used to be. Why not recognize that? If I'm no longer the person who wanted to engage in those behaviors, then why do I still talk to myself as if I am that person? I'm not that person. You're not that person. So why why don't we practice positive affirmations to remind ourselves, not only are we not that person, but here's where it gets good. This is who I am. I don't have to say a negative to make space for a positive. I just have to affirm and practice as a mantra or a meditation what that positive affirmation is, and that will do the work of pushing out the negative. Just like I don't have to get rid of darkness to introduce light. I just introduce light and darkness is gone. Now, some of these things, and I really appreciate how it talks about practicing them daily because we really need to practice things daily because repetition is the mother of learning. And and I love, and if you haven't read the book, Jonathan Livingston Siegel, please read it because one of the things when Jonathan, who was a seagull by him, uh, just so you know, uh, don't want to do a spoiler alert, incredible book, Jonathan Livingston Siegel. And Jonathan kept practicing and practicing and practicing every day, multiple times during the day of how to fly, how to soar, how to glide, how to dive, how to take control of the air around him and master flight. We can do that too. We just need to practice it every day. Every day we go in meditation and in prayer, right? As, as Step 11 says, to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood God. We do that every day. We're strong. I My sister Mary laughs at me, and so do most of my friends and family members. I tell them I am overpaid in every area of life. How about you? Can you say that with such joy and confidence and self-assurance? Do you have the positive affirmations in place to be able to say you are those things? Now, it doesn't mean that there's not more that I achieve and, and, and ascribe to, right? I love what Aaron has done uh, from Prosper. It's now achieve today, right? It's not just achieve. It's not achieve for a lifetime. It's achieve today. Today is my day of achievement. And, and it doesn't mean that, that, that there's other things that we don't want, but I can't have tomorrow if I haven't achieved today. And so I want other things in my life. I want more things for my marriage, for my job, for my relationship, with my life coaching. I want more things for recoveryguy.org and this podcast and things we're doing online. I want more for that. My middle name is more, right? And I make no apologies. But I am overpaid in every area of life that matters to me, that really matters and should matter to us all, that I have great health, that my marriage is wonderful, 
that my relationship with God is wide open and God is blessing as I am grateful and 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 I'm sharing and you're giving back and I have relationships here and I'm and my finances are fine and I'm overpaid because I knew where I was going to be if I did not get well and how I cheated death by over 12,365 days because I should have died from the things that I have done. I should have not lived long enough to get to the rooms of recovery. Do you know what I'm talking about? Were you there where there's things that you think in your life that could have killed you, others died from it or went off and lived a life that did not even resemble a life. And yet here we are in this moment. We are overpaid. You are overpaid. And if you don't think you are, it's only because you're selfish and you're self-centered and you're filled with pride. Because if you're in recovery, like I'm recovery and Raymer is in recovery and Angie and Wendy and Susie and Will and Steve and Buddy and Scott and Eddie, the list goes on and on and on as Mary, as Chaz, as Tess, as Chris. They will tell you they're overpaid. They know that they have more from this life than they ever thought. Kayla, my dear niece, Kayla, she is overpaid. She would tell you that she is. We are all overpaid. If we're in this thing called recovery, why not practice that affirmation that say, God, thank you for overpaying me in this area and that area. And I am strong. I am smart. I am confident. You better believe I am successful. I am rich in the ways that money doesn't even equate. I have as much money as what I need. Doesn't mean I have as much money as I want. But being rich is about getting what we need. I am a good person and so are you. I I'm amazed at as I go into the rooms of recovery and church and 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 people really seeking to become well who just got off track and got sideways in this thing called life. What an incredibly good person we are. We just didn't know how to live. And our life became so painful, but we were never a bad person trying to get good. We were a sick person trying to get well. And I can achieve anything I want. I am helpful. And I am resourceful. All of these things I am. You know why? Because I say I am. And then I go act. In a consistent and an aligned way. With what these I am's and I can represent. Again, affirmations is a great way to change the thought process and get ourselves to a new belief and a new belief system that is of great benefit. 
I hope you have found this to be true for you. I hope that you have understood that you can remap. I'm doing a lot of work now in mindfulness therapy as part of a cognitive therapy approach to assuring lifelong sobriety and recovery. Check it out on a couple of my blogs. I had a blog last week on it, and you might like it. I'm really looking at some things to elevate because, again, good is the enemy at best. And I'm as strong as I need to be today. I am as rich as I need to be today. I am as helpful as I need to be today. And I hope to be that tomorrow as well. Remember, life is uphill, so coasting is not allowed. There's this scientific thing called gravity that prevents me from coasting uphill. What we're asking you to do is work. And it might be the most challenging, simple thing you have ever done. But if you want to have the success that countless other people have had, then let's get on board. Let's practice positive affirmations. Let's change and exchange our belief system that was working against us for one that we can own that works for us. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you add to the purpose I know that I have. The recovery movement is real and we are in this thing together. Remember, we did not come to this place by mistake. We got sick apart, but we can get well together. My name is Robert and I am the recovery guy. I was trying to do everything